what is going on welcome to episode 117 at the pub we got dr fitz no what what am i saying <laughs> dr farner in here preacher man fitz and the one the only Devonte keith back in the pub baby it's me baby <laughs> no <laughs> hey i love it uh keith it's been a hot mess since you've been on and we just we're just happy to have you back dude uh tell tell the viewers Tell the watchers on the edge of the seat. How's life been for you, dude? Um, life's good. I'm great. Same person, new address, all that stuff. Still out here in South Carolina. Um, still kicking it with my four school boys. Check us out. Happy, super happy that actual sports are on, aka football season is a go in uh, Thursday. Um, already had a little taste with college football, so that was cool too. Had my heart attack pack. Already primed and raring to go, but otherwise, I'm just excited for sports, just sports in general. Hey, exactly. Uh, shout out to the boys for the score sports. We we just love to see them. We gotta they gotta, they gotta get back on the grind here. I, I know. Oh, yeah, we got some up. stuff coming. Yeah, Good, you guys are the, the boys are back, baby. <laughs> I love it. Now we're gonna talk about your pack. And uh, we'll talk about our Mountaineers. We got a college football, little miniature segment. We won't dive into it like we usually do on Saturdays and stuff. Um, but we've been flipping the script since last time you joined us. So we like to start with a little fun fact, a little sports fact. Uh, so, well, it's not Russell Wilson. Uh, I call this the father of fantasy. Year 1962, beautiful Oakland, California. Uh, the Oakland Raiders were still playing out there. And... Um, Anybody know who created fantasy football? Feels like a John Madden type thing, but it's probably not. <laughs> a little bit before John Madden's time. Uh, so actually, this is inspired by my wife. She, she, we were laying in bed last night. She goes, how did fantasy football get started? And I was like, that's a great question. I, I really don't know. Um, never would have guessed this. But the Oakland Raiders owner, Bill Winkenbatch, I probably messed that name up. Uh, he's a he's. This is when the NFL and AFL were still split. The Raiders were the dead last team in the AFL. They had won zero games the year before 1961. They were in one game in 1962. Terrible organization, terrible team. Um, and he's sitting there in a hotel, and the owner's like, "Why don't you do what the Yankees do? Just buy the best talent?" And he was like, "Oh, that's not going to work." But they got the wheels turning. And he was like, "Well, what if we do a?" fantasy style league so you got a bunch of gms and managers and even some coaches for the raiders into a hotel lobby and says look we're gonna create the first fantasy football league um and so they created it and that was 1962 they'd have to have the lineup in by thursday night they did the scoring through newspapers and they'd mail out or call the results on tuesday uh, the very first pick anybody want to take a guess what position that player played running back Quarterback, running back, Jim Brown was the stud, but he was number two pick. No one pick was a kicker. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. wow. uh, clearly not everybody knew the scoring and what was going on with it, but number one pick was a kicker. Uh, so this got me thinking, what is like – I don't know how I want to take this. What is one thing that's like such a simple invention, but it changed the way we look at sports? Because it honestly – Fantasy football changed the way we look at football. Now it makes every NFL game exciting, not just for your team. 
Um, you know, it's funny. There was a little segment that was like, we have to root for people to score against the Raiders. Well, yeah, if they're in your starting lineup, yeah. And that was kind of the mindset. And you're the owner of the Raiders, so it was a little weird. So, yeah, we'll go off that spin. What is something that just completely changed the game for sports or maybe just in life in general for you? I'm gonna go with highlight reels. I don't have mm. I don't have that much attention for sports unless like I'm sitting there. But like there's you know, I always everybody always have the compilations of older players. Like at one point there was well, there still is NBA classic, but nobody would know about smaller players like Rod Strickland or somebody. Nobody would know about them had it not been for highlight reels and people bringing them up. Then, like, it's a whole basis of ESPN right now. Like, that's what's keeping ESPN rolling, just normal highlight reels on the cycle, damn near 24 hours a day. So I'll, I'm going to go with highlight reels. That's such a solid pick. Man, even with that, um, as you were talking, I was thinking, like, even YouTube is just such a time capsule now that, like, you can watch. Like, I remember, like, when COVID was going on and we didn't have March Madness, I just rewatched a bunch of Final Fours. I was like, oh, yeah, the the Louisville-Houston Final Four game from 83 that was, you know, mm. supposedly one of the, the best ever. And I'm just watching it like it is crazy that you can just kind of time hop and and just kind of peek in. So that's that's kind of how our generation has has a unique look at sports. I like that one too. That's a good, solid answers. I think uh, sports gambling. It's got to be up there. <laughs> you dirty dog. Did I take yours? I figured uh, I would. Uh, it's, um, wow. I mean, every, lots of podcasts. I mean, they even have shows on network now that talk strictly about the lines and over-unders. And the more it's legalized in the States, it's it's only going to get more and more prominent. So it's, I think that similar to the same vein as fantasy, you watch a football game now and, you might have a couple different bets just on the game alone, not just the outcome, but stats or scores or penalties or whatever. Dude, it's got me caring about German soccer. <laughs> like, like Division Three lacrosse or whatever you can put money on. It's got me caring. You're absolutely right. And what's crazy is those three things, YouTube, highlight reels, and betting, that all came about during like our lifetime. We've seen it. You know, There's that old office quote, I wish – I wish we knew we were in the good old days while living in the good old days. That's that's what we are. We're in the golden age of sports. Um, yeah. So it's really dope. Yeah. Damn. Like you guys literally took my first, second, and third. I like, I, I'm left <laughs> with nothing here. Maybe, uh, maybe alternate jerseys and helmets just because they look cool, but that's. Oh yeah. You know, uniform. Like yeah. yeah. I love uniforms. So. Hmm. I will say, I guess an honorable mention would be, um, Trading cards, sports cards in particular. <laughs> I got to say it. I was just looking at autographs. Uh, they have like, they have cards now where they will take patches of jerseys mm. and put them in cards with autographs. And I think the sports card market is way beyond me, but it is like a drop in the bucket when you think of all these rookie autos and, you know, you have a lot of people speculating, oh, this. You know, how's this TJ Hawkinson auto going to sell in three or four years? Like, is he going to blow up or is he going to be a, you know, a dud? So I think that could be a different vein, but, you know, sports cars in general could be interesting. So you take mine and you just leave yours hanging there as honorable mention. <laughs> well, uh, but you're, 
Y'all also lift up things that are like kind of timeless. I mean, how long has gambling been in sports? How long has like sports cards been a thing? And I don't know. It's like, cause I was even thinking of just the thread is like, what changed sports? It's like radio. It's like when radio came yeah. out, like, you know, way back, like baseball and boxing were probably like the two biggies for some reason. And like football, I don't know. I, I feel like it was tied with maybe it wasn't. As, as great for radio, but it was more of just like the TV changed football. It's like once once we were watching on TV, it's like, oh my gosh, football is such a great TV sport. So that's when that kind of took over. I feel like basketball as well. It's like basketball is just too fast paced for radio, but like once TV, you know, was a thing, you know, that took off well. And I don't know. I don't know if there's, you know, I still listen to games on radio sometimes, but – you would. I feel like that's kind of dying. I feel like there needs to be something. There, there's something that's gonna happen, and and I can't really foresee it. The Oculus, Gears in the Arena 3D. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be like the Michael Vick ride turned to life from that Nike commercial. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's move. On the same thing, I was just thinking video games too, because with the well, apparently this was the thing when we were coming up with NFL 2K, whatever, you had, like, a first-person view. Yes! And, like, now they have Oculus, and they just brought it back. And I keep thinking, like, we had so much awesome stuff back in the day. Why did they just stop doing it? But even with video games and stuff, I know I just, as you can see, I'm wearing the Mariners hat. I'm a Mariners fan now. But, um... Like, in between seasons where you have, like, that little dead period, no sports, like, what do you do? That's when you kind of pick up the sticks and play online again. So, it's like, sports are never really a way. Like, back in the day, they had to wait. I guess they played sports like good, healthy Americans do. But now we get to just sit there and play them and pretend that we're playing. So, I think it's a pretty good thing for them, especially with the Madden, Madden Ravens adjusters. Like, that's a new job now. So, yeah video games creating jobs and stuff so that's pretty cool you got ocho cinco and steve smith just talking shit to rookie whiteouts like yeah you're 98 now like they know what they're talking about so yeah i love it but so mad but i I think that's pretty cool the fact they let former players do that getting another one getting former players involved in commentating and all this stuff that's a big like especially like people like huge insight like tony romo that's amazing just to see that. And I know Tim loves Tony Romo and all, but <laughs> I, I like him in the booth on the oh, field. Yeah. yeah. Mm, luggage. Hey, fair enough. Uh, hey, shout out to the boy Caleb. He loves the old heads. So uh, I know we just bashed your Cowboys there for a second. Didn't mean to. <laughs> um, but Caleb, we're glad you caught it live, brother. And uh, we'll have to get you on here too sometime. Uh, all right. So we're going to move away from football. We're going to come back to it. This episode's packed with football, college, and pros. Uh, but big news coming out of MLB, especially the minor leagues. Jeremy Dowdy, former Oakland A's, former journeyman in the uh, minor league series. Uh, he's going to come on next week, chop it up with this. Minor leagues are going to get together, and they're going to unionize. They just passed the motion today. More than 50% wants to create a union for minor leagues. Uh, they were in the news, what, last summer? that they just get mistreated. They're not paid well. We had Jeremy down and he told us some horror stories of staying in some really sketchy ass hotels with rodents and gunshots going on left and right. Uh, while someone who spends a day in the minor leagues, who's got a $5 million contract is like, all right, see you guys later. It sucks. 
Uh, but they're going to unionize to get better rights, to get more pay, to get treated well, hopefully get team transportation to places and better just living wages because there's like seven of them living in his apartment at one point, he was saying. Uh, so really dope news coming out of minor league. What's your all thoughts here? I, minor leagues have blown up for me personally. Like I, I'm pretty sure for regular baseball fans, minor leagues have always been a thing. But I know even coming from North Carolina, it's been an increase of people that go to like Durham Bulls games and uh, the Mudcats games. Mud and Cats. even now, like I'm here in Myrtle Beach, and the Pelicans are big here. And like they're now, and on your like tale with like uniforms and stuff like that, I've seen. A lot of minor league hats getting a lot more sales. Like they cost fifty dollars now. I'm thinking like there's no way this has always been a thing. So I don't know what they've been doing for marketing for minor leagues in general, but they deserve it. I'm glad they're getting the attention they deserve. Plus, Dude. minor league players have been blowing up in the big leagues now, so I think that makes a lot more sense too. Absolutely, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like I remember during COVID, we had Sam Fisher, Asheville Torres like general manager player operations and she was like hey we're just gonna sell like stuff since we're not doing it and it was like all like cool stuff like instead of the Asheville city you know it said beer city on it and it was mm. you know just the beer jerseys and that type of stuff and i was like yo you guys are selling some of the best looking uniforms and hats that that people can buy and they're gonna pay top dollar for it like you said 50 bucks a hat i don't think i see a Cincinnati reds hat for 50 bucks I think it's a great move. I mean, it's, I'd be interested to see uh, Jeremy's insight on it. But like from the outsider's perspective, it sounds like it could really get some things done for their league. And it's, it's, uh, gosh, the, the wealth of Richard riches in the MLB, you know, all these farm teams, right? These, because um, most major league teams have a farm team in the minors. Is that my understanding? Is that correct? I think so, yeah. Just about, yeah. There, there has to be some sort of agreement to, I mean, you just said it, Parker. This guy just, oh, yeah, here's $5 million. We're going to bring you up. What if you had just $5 million for just the entirety of the league? Like, that's got to be an improvement. So, like, there has to be some sort of almost like a siphon of mm. a little bit of cash from these huge organizations to these minor league teams but that's i don't know that's probably la la land i'm curious to see what jeremy's opinion is on everything it'd be very yeah do they not like do major league teams just not give them any sort of resources like any old bats and balls or something yeah there's gotta be something i don't think so and it's just wild to think about like you only get two thousand dollars a month and you're only paid from what like june to october a month or not not a month sorry yeah yeah, a month a month yeah oh so yeah me me and keith teachers we make more than that and like oh barely but we make more than that like come on no don't don't spill the beans yeah (laughs) too much now yeah (laughs) just wild dude i'm glad they're getting some some fighting for me i know it's scary to unionize that's always a scary thing because then you know, you could have lockouts and that type of stuff, but I think it's the right thing for these guys to do because there's so many people that are suffering and they have nothing. What, what else do you have to lose? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, I think it'll put the fire to some people's feet, and hopefully, it can improve the league for these players who will eventually, well, hopefully, you know, see the big lights. Exactly, one hundred percent. 
Fitz, anything to add to it? I got nothing. This, <laughs> is, this is not my topic. Hey, perfect. <laughs> uh, let's move to a topic. I don't think it's going to be your topic either, but maybe you, you do like a little pop culture here, so maybe you'll tease me. Uh, just announced today, October 29th, we've got a boxing match. Jake Paul will fight. Oh, my. Drum roll here. <laughs> you guessed it. Someone twice his age, Anderson Silva. <laughs> oh. So Anderson Whoa. Silva, former heavyweight champion of the UFC, phenomenal fighter. But he's 49, 47 years old. Jake Paul's 25. <laughs> Silva has been really retired. He boxed. He's had one or two boxing matches under his belt. I can't remember what. He's not known for a striker. He's, he's a submission guy with tons and tons of kickboxing uh, and Muay Thai under his belt. But he was never a huge striker up on his feet. I don't know about you guys, but either shit or get off the pot if I'm Jake Paul. Fight someone who's going to give you a challenge or get out because I don't want to see it anymore. What's your all's take? Same. I, I'm not much of a fight watcher. When I first saw that Jake Paul was actually getting in the ring and then seeing all this stuff, it, it pissed me off because I'm like, Jake Paul, the guy from YouTube, and YouTube from Vine, and yeah. being like fighting people that are supposed to be our heroes and knocking them down and making like millennials look stupid, like, oh, this dude, Jake Paul, blah, blah, blah. Granted, I'm pretty sure Jake Paul is our age, but it's like, he's like a Gen Z hero. So it's, it pissed me off even more because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Him and his brother. Forget his brother, too. Logan. I like it. Yeah, that was my initial thought, Parker, was like, I always think, when I think Anderson Silva, I think of, like, kicks to the jaw or, or kicks to the shin. Or, like, he, is, he definitely utilizes the the ground pound kind of so it was striking. I, I don't know. It's like, oh, <laughs> I just, that's all I can do is just, ah. Uh. <laughs> well, see, if Jake Paul, if he gets kicked in the face, I'd probably have more respect for him. Like in but this fight, like if he, like that's the thing, is like it won't happen. But when they, we when we actually see one of them fight, like for real, I feel like I, I can be like, all right, all jokes aside, like I have respect for him though. But yeah, I know no, it's not going to happen. That's, yeah, it's not going to happen. They're going to keep cherry picking these old heads who yeah, – no. Want a couple extra bucks and another, like I don't know, fifty minutes in the prime time, but and then then everyone, all the Gen Zers are gonna be coming and say, Jake Paul's a legit fighter. Ah, if when he and when he stops his podcast and just gets in the gym and just like doesn't say anything, I'll respect him like a smidge. I'll give him a little bit, <laughs> but like until that point, I I don't see it. He can be. I didn't. I gave it to him. I didn't know he was as big as he was, like size wise. But yeah, I, I'm over it now. It, it feels like wrestling. Like when I found out that wrestling was, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it because somebody's feelings might get hurt. But like when wrestling wasn't what I thought it was. Yeah, that's yeah. what it feels like. It's, it's starting to be with MMA and all this stuff. So it's like people don't want to fight no more. We just want to act. So no, no. That's a good point. Yeah. I agree. It, I think the only old head that I give him credit for is step in the ring, Mike Tyson. Because mm. Mike Tyson is still about that life, I feel like. It, oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. But, like, that's the only old head. Like, even Holyfield, all these other cats, like, no. Would you consider McGregor an old head? No, McGregor's not a boxer. Okay. 
And yeah, he, so he wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like it, either get somebody real boxing or just shut up. And, and mm-hmm. like, I love McGregor and what he did with Floyd was awesome, but that was a dance. That was all about making money. Like what Keith was mm-hmm. saying, like, mm-hmm. it's a show. It wasn't really a sport yeah. for him. Hey, let's get it. Let's get paid here. We'll talk some shit in the media and then we'll get paid. Does Jake Paul want to be a boxer or an MMA fighter? Or is he like one of the ones that's trying to do it all? I think it's just a, a boxer because his brother's the WWE guy, right? He yeah. was walking the WWE yeah. Ryan Paul. When did that happen? <laughs> yeah. He showed up WrestleMania. Apparently, he impressed a lot of people. I haven't seen it. I don't know. I, I give him credit. They're both athletic as hell. Yeah, apparently. But I don't mm. know. It's just weird. I so I just saw a trailer for The Rock is gonna be in a superhero movie in a DC movie. I was just like, how crazy is like The Rock? Like used to be WWE, now he's he's like an actor. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like, is that gonna be Logan Paul? Like after this run, he's but just it's like the act, opposite. He's, he's actually gonna start being in movies and stuff, and like not like the the Vine and YouTube famous. Like Logan Paul is gonna be in a superhero movie in like fifteen years. Somebody's dumb enough to pay him for that. I'll, I'll give it three. I think 15 is a lot. I'm going to give him three. Yeah. Three things like <laughs> that, like when somebody is popping yeah. somehow, they'll put them in somebody's silver screen. Uh, but yeah, that whole WWE to movie pipeline. Because if I, I remember Stone, I remember Hulk Hogan was had a movie and then uh-huh. Stone Cold, Stone Cold was in and The Rock or something was in that. It was some movie about like, it was Twisted Metal, but with cars and I don't know. It was a cool movie at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, they just put all the wrestlers in movies, I guess, because it's all acting. So I guess yeah. they figured that's all you need to do. Hey, I, yeah, that pipeline's for real. I agree with you. John Cena, Kane mm-hmm. were in a couple movies. Yeah. All right. Let's move to a little college football here. We're going to talk about some key games from last Saturday and this past weekend. Uh, we won't touch any of the future upcoming games, but uh, we'll start with. Sunday night's game. I don't know if you guys got or sorry, Monday night's game. LSU and Florida State. Florida State wins by one point. They blocked the extra point. Brian Kelly's debut is ruined. Uh, a lot of people were thinking, hey, LSU is the real dog here. LSU is going to go out there and put it on Florida State. This was played in New Orleans, right down the road from LSU. Uh, Florida State had an up and down year uh, last year. I know our boy Jeff from Smack Apparel was really big on him. His wife went there, and so he's an adopted Florida State fan. Uh, but he was the only one when we talked about it. I was like, yeah, Florida State, they'll get it done. And I was like, that's your bias talking. I think you're full of shit right now. But apparently not. Um, LSU, they might be in some trouble here anytime you lose to Florida State. What's what's your all's thoughts on this game? I saw I'm a I'm a believer in Jordan Travis. I thought he did pretty well last year, and I expect more out of him this year. As far as the rest of Florida State's team, I don't know anybody. And then when that whole new, all the news came out about Miles Brennan saying, like, I'm not playing football. Thank you for the money. Yeah. Was, and Brian Kelly coupled with not having a senior, I guess, quarterback. Mm. Mm. Then he's, this is the first time he's being proven and he's with the S- SEC team against an, a, an actual ACC team. So he's an actual conference play in the beginning of the year. I, I wasn't much of a believer. He was already weird to begin with. <laughs> so I think that's just karma coming back to, like, humble him. So maybe they'll bring it back. But personally, I'm not expecting too much out of LSU. 
I mean, I, at this point, I think it's just optics. Like, it's LSU, we all know about the Go Tigers, all that stuff. But <laughs> it's Go Tigers now. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's making a Southern accent. I don't know if you saw it, but like uh, and, uh, Notre Dame transferred to Florida State offensive linemen. They're celebrating the win. Just mm-hmm. a bunch of hogs holding up the one, and the caption was, no fake accents here. <laughs> Love it. Love the pettiness. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I don't, I don't know. As I think people are being hard on LSU, but they really should have taken it overtime, right? I mean, they they basically scored, you know, they drove the field when everyone's like, oh, they're done. Mm-hmm. Drove the field, scored late minute, and then just missed an extra point. So it's a weird way to lose. Uh, I don't know why everyone's like, ah, in your face, you know, LSU or whatever. It's like, I mean, I don't know. It's like. I think I think it's too it's too early to tell with college football for a lot of this. Like if if Florida State continues to have success, LSU does. I mean, I I don't think they're you know they're both like borderline top twenty five. I would yeah. think, um, but again, who knows? Yeah, true, 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 true. Tim, touching on what Devonte talked about, I can't remember what podcast it was. One of the 117 episodes that we did, we talked about crazy fan bases, and we all, I think, unanimously agreed college ball is way crazier than NFL. People are calling for Brian Kelly to be done, and it's been one game, and it is crazy. Like, I get, like, there's a lot of hype around it, and it's LSU, but, like, to lose to a, a, a good team by one point, and people are like, Get him out of here. Dead. He's dead. We want someone else. It's like, oh my gosh. I mean, he's, I don't know, but he's probably getting death threats or something. There's going to be something yeah, in the news 100%. that comes out that says Brian Kelly's receiving death threats after the FSU. It's like, what? This is college football. Come on. <laughs> in the SEC. Welcome to the SEC, baby. Yeah. yeah. He's, ooh. About quick. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Tim. And, and it's wild to think about. I just think, like, we look at the cringe stuff he's done. Like, there's been reports he's just a dick of a person. He's not a good person. Like, mm. not like he called his GAs for a Christmas party when he was at Cincinnati. He was like, oh, we get to come? He's like, yeah, yeah, no, shove him my driveway. Guests want to come in and out. Like, just not a good guy. I, I think in general, he doesn't win big games. The fake Southern accent and then the dancing with the recruit that he lost to Alabama. Oh, like, yeah. just not a good look. Yeah. Creepy. But I, he's <laughs> – <laughs> Honestly, he's gonna get you eleven ten wins. Like he he's, yep. he knows how to win. He's a he's a decent coach, terrible human being, but good coach. I feel I feel like just like double. <laughs> <laughs> They're all they all suck, man. <laughs> all right, Utah number seven. Utah loses in the swamp to Florida twenty nine to twenty six. Mm. A lot of books lost. I'm sorry, made a lot of money because everybody picked Utah. Everybody's riding the Utes on this one. They're mm-hmm. ranked number seven. They're coming off that amazing bowl game against Ohio State last year. They've returned 19 out of 22 starters. Richardson and the Gators said not so fast. This is our home turf, and we're defending it. Man. Thoughts on this one? That sucks. A- I was pulling for Utah. Just, I- as, just pulling for someone to represent the Pac-12 in the in the four teams. Yeah, because it wasn't Oregon. <laughs> I um. I'm a Anthony Richardson truther. Like that man is the truth. And then I remember like Utah, Pat, they were they were pretty good coming out coming out the West. But 
I don't know. They they say the swamp is the place, is a scary place to be, and it's the beginning of the season. They actually they actually have hope with a new quarterback. I saw something. I think it was on TikTok or something. The throw god, whatever you call his name. Um, mm. He was talking bad about Emory Jones. That was the quarterback last year, right? Emory Jones. Mm-hmm. He was like he's out. Of, he called him Erica Badu or something weird like that. But anyway. Um, he said he's finally out of there, and we got Anthony Richardson. So, like, you know, you hear stuff like that. You do your research. This dude is huge, and, like, he's making plays. Like, this this guy might be it. I mean, if the rest of his team isn't it, he's the one. So, we'll see if he ends up being who they thought Cam Newton would be before the laptops hit the, the big screen. <laughs> we'll see. I'm excited to watch him. Like, we talked about those highlight reels. I'm excited to see his for this season. I, I totally agree with you. All right. Uh, now, this one, we're going to talk about a lot of offensive points here in a second. But this one, defense was rolling. South Dakota State, Iowa, <laughs> seven to three is the final score. Seven well, to three. I know you were to see that. <laughs> and you're, you're thinking Iowa, touchdown. Not so fast, a field goal and two safeties. Oh, my no God. No touchdowns were scored in this game. Good night. Wow. South Dakota State, Adam Vinatieri, famous alumni from there. They're a great program. Don't get me wrong. But Iowa, they're supposed to be the real deal. They're supposed to, hey, we can make a run for this thing. We're blue-collar, Midwest team. We're going to get done. Seven to three, corn-fed. Not a good look for Iowa and Hawkeye fans. Tim, your boy TJ Hawkinson, former Hawkeye. A lot of talent from Iowa. Yeah, this is rough, man. This is a rough look for him. Man, complete opposite of the App State Chapel Hill game <laughs> where it was just a basketball score. This yeah. is like a hockey score, you know, 7 3. It's like, what? It's like, what am I watching? It's crazy. You said two safeties and a field goal. Correct. <laughs> two, two safeties in the same game, man. In the second half, a third and fourth. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> Somebody had some heels to do. <laughs> Jeez, talk about I mean, w- there were some pretty exciting games this week. This would be miserable to watch. Like if you were a fan of either of these teams, I think you could I mean, you could stomach it, but like just being an average viewer, if you turn this on, you'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't. turn it. <laughs> turn it. I can't see it anymore." That's awful. But I can't remember Iowa being a high-powered offense since Sean Green, and that was like when I was in high school. Since then, right. like ground and pound, however many points they can get. Got the corn-fed linemen, but linemen can't – they can get interceptions, but they usually don't. So it was like – I feel like they've always been a, a, a defensive team for a while. So this isn't surprising, but the fact that they couldn't score on a – I mean, that kind of says a lot for South Dakota State. They won't punk about it, so. Yeah. I would hate to be in those stands too, because imagine just going to this game in general. Like, period. Forget yeah, you're hyped the, up. Like you, you, you're excited to go to this cave, <laughs> and then you sitting here like, well, we get to see how good these punters are. <laughs> and good out, spe- hey, special teams, special teams. But you said it before, special teams can win games. So that's right. Championships and special teams win battles. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yo, wow. Imagine like everybody that's standing like this game sucks that one defensive heavy guy like let's go. That's what I woke up for, baby. Right. 
I will say sometimes those games hit different. Like if it's a if the weather if it's like a a snow game yeah, or like yeah. you know like a rain game or something, I don't mind like a little low scoring defensive struggle. But no I, I guess imagine this. Usually like it's the NFL. Like you, and I'm like I can I can handle like some hard nosed NFL defenses. But I imagine this game was more like offensive miscues and just like <laughs> just like not really. Just not do, just not moving the ball at all. Yeah, sloppy. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna go to in state and stay in state for our last two games here. North Carolina State, your alma mater, our, our Wolfpack, ranked number thirteen. <laughs> back in the air. Um, uh, I gotta say, if you go back, maybe our last episode with Florida score, everybody, all the boys, all the real pack boys were confident. They were like, "Yeah, we're about to roll over." And I keep thinking like. I'm a little bit deeper in this game than you are. Like, I'm confident in them, but, like, I don't know, bro. I don't know. We – that – and I remember telling in one of our episodes that, like, are y'all not – it's the same one, actually. I was like, are y'all not nervous about this 13 ranking? They were like, no, no. And I was like, all right. So, <laughs> we're watching the game. I actually watched it in Charlotte. And it's crazy, too, because I had a vintage Gator Bowl shirt. So, I was like, oh, game day, I'm going to wear my Gator Bowl shirt. And I'm thinking, you know, when they played Florida, and I forgot, like, damn, they lost that game. Come <laughs> on out, they all—they probably should have lost against ECU, which knocked them down five spots to 18, which I'm not mad at. But I'm like, dang, like, so you got Alabama playing Utah State. They playing these candy-ass teams. And <laughs> we win our game, but it's it's all good. Um, it, I'm kind of scared for the rest of the season. Like, I've never – ECU has gotten better, and I, I don't think people have realized that. Like, year after year, they've gotten better. They've always been pretty tenacious on defense. It's just it, it didn't come together. But they must have figured something out for this season and put it on NC State. Um, God, I, I will say I didn't know the running backs at first. I was like, what's going on? I couldn't watch the game at first, and I saw Thayer Thomas had some, some throws. I didn't know what happened, so I guess they were like – Oh, we're just gonna play with them a little bit, and I guess that was yeah. a mistake. So hopefully they bounce back against Charleston Southern. I'm even scared about that because hey, who knows? It's a good bounce back game. You're at home. I mean, mm-hmm. Greenville is a different place to play. It's hot. It's nasty. The fans are nasty in there. Two five. Yeah, it's a, a missed extra point. Not even blocked. A missed extra point, and then a missed field goal when time expires. Like just. Tough look for ECU fans. They that stand that goal line stand that hurt my feelings bad. I'm thinking it's, it's literally just a few inches, just just push. They couldn't get that push, and I'm thinking like we return a lot of starters on the offensive line, and for them to not get that goal line stand, I'm like, man, who I am not. I'm a of course I'm a lineman guy, so I saw that, and I'm like, this is not good. We gotta we gotta do something. I guess some right. of Mike's secret stuff in the Mlamin gets some fire, <laughs> fire up on the details a little bit. Hey, that's right. Tim Fitz, any thoughts here? This uh, I didn't watch it because um, you know, we were we were watching the app game. I was keeping close tabs on it. It was 21 of 14, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was it was close, but then I everything happened in the fourth quarter of the app game because I was about to turn it to the state game. I was like, oh, oh, I can't do it. So <laughs> I didn't get to watch the ending, but I, I kind of caught the highlights. I think, like you were saying, Devontae, I think ECU is an underrated. I wouldn't say criminally underrated, but I think yeah. they're a really good program. Um, 
they'll give these schools run for their money. And this, I mean, this is part of one of the close games that we watched. Well, I didn't watch, but most people watched this weekend. And I mean, cardiac pack, they're living to it, man. (laughs) Cardiac pack. Yeah. All right. Now it's time for us to, to play our small violin here and feel sorry for ourselves. I don't know about you guys app UNC. I was so confident we would win. Like I was like, it's going to be close. It's going to be a good game, but we're going to win. We're, we're at the rock. They don't have a chance. Our offense is 20 times better than their offense defense. I feel decent about it. Like we're going to roll these guys here. Come the fourth quarter. It'll be a close game up to the fourth. I was wrong. 63, 61 UNC wins. And I was at the game. Dev was at the game, which he was on. But I had the most positive polys around me. And they're like, it's okay. We're going to be all right. We're going to win. <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there just mad as shit, just like looking at it. And then the fourth quarter happens. We're like, things are starting to click. And we tie it. Or I thought we would. We're down by one. I'm thinking, kick the ball. Kick the ball. They go for two, man. I was so mad. I had this like dad of a two behind me. He's like, well, that's the best call we could have made there. And I just want it took every ounce of me to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I did it, but it took every ounce of me not to. Oh, I was so uh, mad. Uh, no, the play, the play I was most mad about was we finally, I can't remember if we tied or we got within one score again. I think that's what it was. Cause we were down. We got within one score. We've got Tar Heels on like a third and eight. And they're just outside of field goal range. Mm-hmm. And we just bring like a like a jail blitz. Yeah. We bring like three guys. And I'm just like on third and eight. You know, like it was just like dude was wide open. I'm like, don't bail him out. Like make him. So that that was the play I was mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. fuming. I was like, oh. Was Somebody just had like, money on the game. Like one of the y'all, one of y'all's coaching staff had money on the game. Yo, something. that DC. Because yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro, like, this was a lot. Obviously, I didn't watch the game, but I was keeping up on, like, the, the box score. Chase Bryce with six of them things. I was like, mm-hmm. this guy is for real. Like, he yeah. is on a revenge tour. Mm-hmm. And I really, 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 really wanted it for App State just because, you know, pack all day. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess they just slid by. And then I saw, like, that, that final, like, two-point conversion play. What are you, what was your thoughts on that? Because like I just obviously I just saw the highlight reel of like what that, I was like I kept looking I was like well you faked it and like somebody curled in he could at least try to catch it between the stops or some shit. It's like what do y'all think about that? Are you, are you talking about the final final two point play? The final like the to end the game. Mm-hmm. You know, oh man, I don't know. I hate I hate a rollout on a two point yeah. conversion. That's just my that's my pet peeve. Is like when they go for two, whether it's NFL or college, I hate the rollout because I feel like it just contains you to it one side the of the field. In half. Yeah. Yeah. I the agree. only time I've seen it work is with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks mm-hmm. when they they rolled right. Russell ran backwards 20 yards, flung it the other end of the end zone, and someone caught yeah. it there. That's the Jake only Brown time. Like that just yet. And it's that's like a wish. The only, that's the only time work on the work on plays like that. If you can revert, if you're fast enough to somehow reverse field and you get an extra wide receiver block, you're good money. Mm-hmm. But like if you just stand there right there, the mm-hmm. pylon and the sideline is I don't know, man. You just gotta lower your shoulder. And I guess like, well, I got the rest of the season. I need my shoulder. So yeah. yeah. It, it but Chase Bryce played his balls off. The 
the app offense played the balls off. Even the defense, I think that's just the DC put him in some bad situations and coach Clark without the go instead of kicking it with momentum on your side. I don't know. I, yeah. I I'm we proud lost of, a lot of pieces on our defense too. We did, but I'm proud as hell like, of our of boys. Just how many of those guys are on 53 man rosters now? Yeah. Drake Mays on the other plate. He, he played his balls off for UNC and, and, I don't, know, I don't know how oh, yeah. DC makes it in the locker room. Yeah. should have been fired. Do y'all think it, Drink would have won y'all this game? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. But would he put up as many like points as this? You think so? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, question. Question. I, I don't know if Drink would win. Does he kick it? That's my thing. If he kicks mm. it, yeah, he wins it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like Clark. I know a lot of players like him. He's a player's coach. I, I'm here for him. He's been part of the program a long time. A lot of people are giving him bad rep. I just think he made a bad decision. He's not. He hasn't been a head coach for more than a year. I think yeah. it's just a bad decision. I think the second to last two-point conversion play was, oh, beautiful. It was butter. It yeah. was – he was wide open. I, I was actually the idiot calling for – I was like, do the same play. Do the same freaking <laughs> yeah. play. Yeah. Because it was wide open and you it have was. options. I mean – if for some reason he's covered, Chase has the pylon. There was no one in front of him. Mm-hmm, and I was like, mm-hmm. do the same play. It was yeah. Yep. And we got a rollout. So I, I I it was a beautiful play. Like I'm gonna steal it and put it in my playbook because mm-hmm. it's a beautiful play. It's just yeah. Bad decision. I don't know. We could go back we could go back and forth. Me and Keith, we, we both coach and and we, we both know the like I don't want the stress of that. 99.9% oh, of that job. No. Nope. But that one play, maybe maybe I like the stress of that one, but I don't want the other yeah. ones. Like, no, yeah. All right. Uh, and then, of course, Caleb has his comments. Sorry. State has an embarrassing showing. Sorry, Keith. He's just a hater. We all good. It's all good. We bounce back every time. And then uh, Drake May over Devin Larry. Yeah, Drake May played well. Yeah, I, he did. I do think. Shout out to him. Kind of guess. Not too much with my boy Dev. Big bank Dev. <laughs> it's all it. good, man, because there's a bunch of weeks left in college football. There's a bunch of games left. I was, right. I was just thinking about it. 2026, man. State going against the Nears. I don't know how long that's been or if that's even been a game, but uh, hopefully we're not too old to see that in person. Dude, it's going to be raw. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. We got a what? Home, home, and away. Is that right? Or sorry, sorry. Home, away. And then neutral, I think, is what they signed. I don't. I could be wrong, but it'll be exciting to see. Yeah. All right, NFL time. Let's roll into it. <laughs> All right, I don't have the audio. <laughs> uh, it never fails. Thursday night football. It's back. Fantasy. Start your lineups now. Get them in. Don't forget. Uh, make Bill. Walking Berker Bach happy. I just mispronounced the name even worse that time. Uh, what? Fan- Thursday night football. The, the the founder of fantasy. Oh, that uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill, our boy Bill. All right. Um, get all your apparel from Smack Apparel. Rep your favorite teams. All that good stuff. Um, use Pub Seventeen for seventeen percent off, and that's our ad read. And we're gonna roll into it. <laughs> All right, this game, a lot of people are excited for Bills, Rams, Buffalo, two-and-a-half point favorite, over-under set, 52-and-a-half. Josh Allen versus Stafford. Who's your all's pick? We're going to go Keith, Tim, Fitz, and then me. 
That's, that'll be the order we rock with. Shoot. Um, I'm going to roll with uh, the other Matt from the other side of Georgia. Big Steph. Um, I don't – honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what to expect out of the Rams now just because they didn't really change much from the Super Bowl to me. They didn't change much. They got – Cam Akers is back healthy, which I love to see that. Loved him at Florida State. Hated to see him go down the times they did go down. Still got Cooper Cup. They brought in Allen Robinson, so, like, I, I want to see, like, what that does for their offense. But defensively, I, I don't know what to expect, but I, I'll still roll with the Rams. I think um, Sean McVay has some tricks up his sleeve, or he'll at least milk the clock at the very least. So I got the, the Rams. Let me see. Let me give a score. I'm going I'm to say 24 to 20. Stepping up, taking the under, mm. setting a score. I like it, Keith. Mm. Mm. Uh, I'm going the Rams as well. I think them adding – they lost uh, Von Miller, right? But they added mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner. So it's kind of a mm-hmm. – Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's kind of who, who are you going to pick with that? Um, I think their defense is still stacked. As long as Aaron Donald has two helmets in his hand, he can take Eesh. out anyone. Um. I'm going Rams. I'm going the over. I think it's going to be a, a ball out, but Rams are going to win. You stole my setup, Tim. They're going to take Man. them through the table. Bills are going to try to put them through the table. Rams are just going to reverse suplex them right over the table. Wow. The table. I hate Man. you. It's a great matchup. It's a great way to start NFL season. Um, just kind of what I'd like to watch is Jalen Ramsey versus Stefan Diggs. I feel like that's going to be a, a chess match or a battle within the game. Um, the other player, uh, Devontae kind of stole, stole my thunder. I'm excited to see Allen Robinson. Uh, I think he could really have a coming out a coming out year. Uh, he kind of had some in Chicago, but I feel like now he's got a QB who can, who can put him in position. Um, and the other guy I'm looking forward to is with the Bills – James Cook, and I, I don't know how involved he's going to be as a rookie early on, but the Bills have been trying to figure out, like, our, it, it almost feels like we're just not going to run the football, even though we, with Devin Singletary and whoever they drafted. I can't even remember his name. The guy they drafted a couple years ago. Um, but, yeah, I'm just – I'd like to see James Cook and if he's going to be a weapon in this offense. All that being said, I'll take the Bills. Why not? I, I feel like everyone's just giving it to the Rams. I thought the AFC was actually stronger than the NFC last year, and somehow the Bengals just kind of spoiled everyone's party. But I'll take the Bills in this one. You mean Zach Moss? Is that who you're thinking of? Zach Moss, yeah, he's uh, trash. I wasn't sure. Uh, Dang. You know, man, the Bills' defense got beefed up with Vaughn. They're feeling good. Super Bowl hangover for LA. Yeah, give me the bills. I'm taking them. Put them through the table, baby. I'm sorry, Stafford. Sorry, Tim. I love Matty Staff, but Josh Allen, man, he's the best damn quarterback not named Joe Burrow. You forgot Jameis Winston. I definitely (laughs) did not forget him. Caleb said Von Miller seals the deal for him, sacking Stafford 30-28. He's taking over as well. He's not on the team. Wait. Oh, he's on the Bills now. Remember, he's, he's on the Bills. He's oh, the I Bills. thought I yeah. thought he was on the Chargers uh, for some reason. He hopped oh, to a real Bills. winner. Little Mac. Okay. I can't gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. All right. 
right, well, your boy. Let's talk about him, Jameis, famous Jameis, taking on Mar- Marcus Mariota. Uh, this is your team, the Atlanta Falcons. Over under set forty two and a half. Atlanta five and a half point favorite. Oh, no, are you kidding me? Uh, well, look, stupid. I need I need right. to go ahead and throw this out. Um, people have been talking about obviously talking about this is the worst roster in the NFL right now. Like the Bears don't exist. Past that point, um, this is literally the same roster from last year that put up seven wins. So I don't want to hear. It. The only thing that's missing is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has gone over the greener pastures in Indianapolis. <laughs> Suckier city, but better team. So I'm I'm happy for him. Now I'll, I'm ready to roll, ready to see what this team has to offer. Just found out that Drake London got the nod for wide receiver one. And Mide Zacchaeus got the nod for wide receiver number two. And we still got Pitts. Defense, I don't know. What happens there, but you know what? I still gotta roll with it. I'm gonna I'm stick by my boys, and I, I'm gonna give him. I don't know what the score might be. I'm gonna give him. Oh, you know what? 31-20. No, heck no, that's too much. Uh, Twenty to seventeen off the wings of love from Young Way Koo. Another uh, game. Young Way Koo. I like it, and, and I. I I apologize. I think I was so excited Keith was coming on. I, I missed. I typoed this. And I misspoke. New Orleans is the five and a half point favorite, not Atlanta. Oh gosh, I was about wow. to say, <laughs> uh, that gave me the biggest scare. I was like, oh. no, Keith. I was just so excited you're coming on. I was like, I'm, I'm no, gonna hype Atlanta. No, it's up. all good. I was like, I looked. I was like, why is ATL right there? I'll just roll with it. For <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, that's a boy. You're down with Ryan. Yeah, with boys, like I'll I'll roll with it. I mean, I don't know what type of. I don't have good or bad expectations of the team. I just have expectations like I, I don't know at this point. I feel a little bit more optimistic than I get it did last year just because Matt Ryan, he this was probably one of his worst years last year, but like the fact he pulled out seven games, that's ridiculous to me. And for people to say, like, oh, they're a the terrible team. So like either way, miracles happen every day. So I believe in this miracle coming up on Sunday. I'm gonna go ahead and I gotta roll with my boy Jameis. Jameis. Dang, he just said LOL at you. <laughs> I don't know if that was at Parker or, or what that was. Um, I think that was at Keith. I don't know who knows. <laughs> uh, so I gotta go with famous Jameis. Um, you guys know I'm pretty high on him. I think he's gonna have a great year. I will say though, I think Desmond Ritter. I think the Atlanta team did a great job with getting two complimentary quarterbacks. Marcus Mariota, my concern with him is just durability. Like I was watching the Lions preseason game and he he just ran a lot. And I don't know if that's so much like the receivers couldn't get separation or if it was design runs or what, but he he took some hits. And so um but Desmond Ritter, he's he's good. I think he's gonna be pretty good. So I'm going with the Saints, but I think I think the Falcons are gonna surprise some people with their offense. I'm taking yeah, it over, I by think, the way. Sorry. Yeah, I'm really glad you caught that mistake because I was like, man, the Saints are underdog. That would be my par that would about be my parlay pick. Um I like the Saints defense. And I think they've got a lot of veterans in that in that uh I had to pull up their death chart just to remember this. I mean, Cameron Jordan, uh Demira Davis is probably their 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 vocal linebacker. 
And then they got the honey badger, which I had forgotten about. Um, but I like the Saints uh, just for – I like their defense. Kamara is not going to be suspended, it's looking like. So that's going to help mm-hmm. them. And then Jameis has weapons. I think, um, you know, it depends if Michael Thomas can get back. And then, you know, Chris Olave could be the explosive rookie receiver that's been just kind of trending um, in the NFL the last couple of years is just a rookie. He just kind of emerges. I think it could be Chris Olave. So, yeah, I like the Saints a lot. I, I think they could even spoil the Bucks' party this year. Uh, but I don't want to get too ahead, of, too ahead of myself. But I'll take the Saints. Oof. Yeah. You know, this is tough for me. I, man, I really like what the, the Falcons have on offense. I just don't know what they have on defense. Keith, I was hoping you were going to sell me on the land of defense. The, like, Debo is on IR since we couldn't get him on, on a trade. Rashawn yeah. Evans, that used to play for the Titans, is him and Michael Walker in the middle. Then you have Zoe Carter, who was the, one of the sack leaders in, with the Giants. On the other end, we have Ade Open, whatever the hell. But also, we still got AJ Allen on the other side, and we have Casey Hayward, old Casey Hayward. Mm. So it's like it's it's a lot of. I feel like you know those teams where like you put them on there and like they're gonna get a lot of contracts based on this season. This yeah. is one of those seasons for Atlanta because we didn't have any money, so we're like, let's see if we can get some of these guys paid, work out some trades, work you know finesse a little bit. But yeah, this is like. Uh, we call them the replacements or something like that. <laughs> so we'll believe Fair it. enough. Uh, all right, I'm gonna take the Saints. I I I'm gonna de- so I, I believe in the Falcons. I think that they're on the right track. Like Tim said, they've got two great quarterbacks that they can kind of mirror each other, and they can build on this offense. The, uh, they just need some more pieces. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me the give me the Saints and give me that over. I think both these teams are scoring more than twenty one apiece here. And I like the Falcons as naming them as the replacements. I think it's really good. <laughs> I think it's a solid. Yeah, Marcus Mariota is your Shane Falco. <laughs> <laughs> you might have just sold me. Maybe I'm back on the Falcons. Right. Forty right. ers Bears, Bosa versus Fields. Forty one sets the over and under. San Francisco Tuddy favorite seven points. Who you picking? Which QB starting? That's a great for question. for the uh, Niners there. Coach Shanahan has not said. Uh, I, I'm a. I, obviously, I got the 49ers, but I don't even. Who's even on the Bears' defense anymore? <laughs> Everybody chipped away at their defense. Um, it's real. Oh, Roquan yeah, Smith might be there. Yeah, I think I think I'm, he's still there I'm for there. another year. Yeah, but like he's on his last, not like last leg, but he's like he wasn't trying to be there yeah. first. Um, give me the Niners. I'll give them thirty-four to seventeen. Um, I think Justin Fields has a couple of flashes, but. This is week one, which means everybody's healthy for the 49ers. So, like, that's a problem. Mm. But give them until, like, you'll say probably like week four or five. They'll, they'll level the playing field. But for now, since it's week one, they're coming in hot, coming in mad. So, trying to prove a point against the Bears. So, we'll see what happens. But I still give it to the Niners. I'm going Niners as well. 
I think, um, you know, you kind of hear a lot of chirping about like how Chicago just has a terrible roster. I think this is where we see it. I think Fields is going to be running for his life. Um, I don't know if he can do all the running and the throwing. So I think Bose is going to have, he's going to have a field day. Um, I think 49ers will hit the over themselves. I think they're going to score 41 on the Bears. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the over and I'm going uh, San Fran. That's a great call, Tim. Yeah, I would I would say the exact same thing. Uh, Niners, yeah, all day. Yeah, I, it's a sweep. Get out the brooms. Give me the Niners. Uh, sorry, Big Cat and the Bears. It just ain't your time. Sorry, Casa Grande. It's not your time either, brother. It'll come. Maybe. All right. Let's talk a little division here. I'm excited for this one. Interesting. AFC defending champs going against Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers just named Project Mitch. Mitch Trubisky as QB1, Pickens QB2, Mason Rudolph QB3. Uh, Overrunners at 44.5. Cincinnati is a a 6.5 point favorite. What do you guys take? Where is it being played at? Paul Brown Stadium, baby. Ooh. Cincinnati. All right. So uh, I'll give it to the Bengals. Um, I don't know what to expect. Like, I, that's, yeah, I don't know what to expect. You win a Super Bowl. Oh, you don't. You lose a Super Bowl. You're coming in, like, kind of mad. You're like, right, now we got to do this all over again. Because I, just so you know, the streets are talking. They were like, had the Ravens been healthy how they were supposed to, y'all wouldn't even have to be in, be in that position. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing mm-hmm. they're probably here in the same streets. So maybe mm-hmm. they're hot like they're supposed to. Maybe. Or it could go, on the other end, it could be the Mitchell Trubisky Revenge Tour. Just Michael Myers, the whole AFC. We'll see. But obviously, mm-hmm. I give it to the Bengals. Um, I'm going to give them, I'll give them 27 23. They, slide, mm-hmm. they make a fighting game to begin the season. And a fight, one fight. Oh, for sure. Anytime Pittsburgh and I get together, it's a fight. I'm going Cincinnati. Um, I know we've talked about it a few times, but Mike Tomlin has won a lot, but he's also won a lot with Ben, and I think um, things are going to look a little different for their offense. I mean, you can always rely on Najee Harris, but I feel like when you think of the Bengals, you just think of more of a high-powered offense, and it, it's kind of one of those deals where you got to try to match it or just have absolute shutdown D. So I'm giving it to the Bengals. I'm actually taking the under, um, but I think the Bengals handle it pretty easily. This one's really close. Um, I think you know there's a lot of concerns with the Steelers' secondary, so it could be a big passing day for the Bengals, but – you know, there's been issues with the Bengals O-line and and the Steelers are strong with their all-pro pass rushers and Watt and Cameron Hayward. They got their run stoppers. Man, and I, I'm really just curious to see what Mitch can do with weapons and with Mike Tomlin at the helm. I think the Steelers steal one. I, I think they steal one. I, I think they just – I don't know. I think they make some plays on defense. They hang around. It's divisional. They get in a scrum in the third quarter. You know, I I just I, there's got to be more upsets in week one than people are expecting. So this is one of them. I'm gonna take Pittsburgh. Do you Should think I, it's you? more uh, Najee winning the game or Mitch winning the game though? If it's gonna be like obviously they got yeah, and that's a great that's a great question because 
Najee is going to set up Mitch for success for sure. So I, I think you probably give it to Najee Harris. Shout out to you, Fitz. I know you just took the Steelers, so we wouldn't have a sweep, so you wouldn't jinx us. So shout out to you, dude. I appreciate you. <laughs> give me, give me Cincinnati. Let's go, baby. Joe Burrow, puffer on that pack of Steelers, baby. Stealing what? What are they stealing? No one knows. No one uses steel anymore. Get them out of here. They're dead. Put the franchise through a table. Wipe my ass with that towel. All right. I will say, never doubt Joe Shiesty. That's that's one thing I've learned. That's Don't right. doubt Joe Shiesty. Now, Tim, your team, the Lions hosting the Eagles, 48 and a half the over-under Philly, four-point favorite. Ooh. I see a dog fight with this one. Um, Lions have kind of won me over. Lions is like one, one of my close friends. That's his favorite team. So, like, whenever the Falcons would play the Lions, we would always watch it together and, like, just figure out which one of us is going to be heartbroken first. Um, I'm not going to lie. I watched Hard Knocks for the Lions, and I'm not going to lie to you. I am not sold, but I still believe, like, they can be dogs within the season. But that Eagles defense, the way they wield and deal and sign and Don and whoever they got, I think they got something special with, like, a whole bunch of uh, – uh, young players, but because it's a young players, I think it's a lot closer than what a lot of people give it credit for. So I, I honestly, I see uh, Eagles winning it thirty to twenty-eight. Well, um, that hurts, Dante. No, um, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I think it's going to be a dog fight. I'm taking the over. Of course, I got to take the Lions. I think it's going to be a shootout. Um, you know, preseason doesn't matter a whole lot, but there's been glimpses of our number ones going. And I got to say, our offense looks pretty good. Our defense is still, you know, a little lackluster. But I think our offense can match the offense of Philly. Um, I got to go with Honolulu Blue. Give me the Lions. I've been drinking Kool-Aid all dang day. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions. Um, I'm, I'm not sold on the Eagles. They're they're a run-heavy team, and they were just not very balanced last year. I know they got A.J. Brown now. Uh, Devontae Smith in year two could be special. But I just don't know if – I just don't know if Hurts is the answer for it. it it's just hard to – it's hard to figure out this offense because they've got the, the air weapons – but they're still just so they're so stuck with with the ground game. So I like Detroit. I think they're more balanced offensively. I don't I don't really know where they're at defensively, but but I like them. Give it to them. Are you kidding me, Fitz? Hurts throwing to AJ Brown, Devontae Smith out there. That offense is electric. It's amazing. But they're pissing like a puppy, so they're getting on the porch, baby. Give me the lions. <laughs> I like that, Parker. Thank you. <laughs> what a quote. Yeah, for real. All right. Uh, two quarterbacks going at it. Same class. Always will be compared to each other. Patriots, Dolphins, over-under set, 40, uh, 46 and a half. Miami three-point favorite. What do you guys Ooh. say? Oh, shout out my boy, Mike. He's been like the him and another guy I went to high school with. They've been the only two Miami Dolphins fans, like, ever that I've known in life. Like, we're all the same age, so, like, 
they were there with Ronnie Brown and Pat White, so I can't even call them fake. And they, oh, yeah. They, I've been sold every day. He'll send me, like, a little clip from the Dolphins practice, and I'm like, why are you sending me this? And then I'm like, you know, they, they, they don't look all bad. And then, like, you see, they actually, a lot of the signings from the Dolphins went under the radar. So if their offense can't get it done, I'm expecting a lot of their defense. They still have uh, Xavier Howard. Um, I don't know what's going on with Byron Jones, but they probably got an answer for him at this point. But, like, they also eat off of their defense, their defensive line and linebackers. So, you know what? Even though Bill Belichick probably has a cheat code somewhere in his half sleeve, I still give it to the Dolphins. Uh, We're going to give it. We're going to give it. 1713. Don't. Ooh. I like it. And I sorry, I misspoke. 2020 was to a 2021 was Mike Jones. My apologies. Yeah. Mike Jones. <laughs> I I'm kind of high on the Dolphins this year. I know they're getting the hype. I kind of think it's well deserved. I think uh I think they're the new kids on the block. They got the young gun head coach. Um, they got some really great offensive talent. Um, and and we all kind of know the Dolphins have the New England Patriots number for some reason. Uh, it's usually at the end of the regular season, but um, I think the the Dolphins are going to spoil the Patriots pretty early. Um, I'm taking the under, but I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm gonna take New England in this one. Um. I just I trust Belichick. I really do. And and especially when he has teams that don't really have like a lot of talent, is sometimes those are the groups that actually win Bill a Super Bowl. So I'm not saying that the Patriots are gonna win a Super Bowl, but I think they're gonna do better than a lot of people are giving them credit. So yeah, I'll take Patriots. And Devontae Parker out there. You know, there, there's some Jabril Peppers is on defense. Marcus Jones at cornerback. There's some there's some pieces there for for Bill Belichick. He's 23 and 12 against Miami in his career. Make that 23 and 13. Dolphins getting the win. Give me that Dolphins noise. Tyreek Hill gets it done. <laughs> Y'all hear like what they were saying about the receivers for the uh, Patriots though? Like none of them can get separation. So it was like I wonder if that was like an undersell. And they just air out everybody. Mm. We don't, oh, you know, you know, Belichick's selling that at the media. Yeah, you're sandbagging hard. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about some Baltimore Ravens. Devin, I wish he was on here, but it is what it is, and I hit the wrong thing. Uh, Giants, Zach Wilson, the milf hunter, and Sauce Gardner <laughs> taking on the Ravens, forty-four Jets. and a half. Uh, Jets or Giants? Jets. Yeah. Who's hunting milfs? Yeah. J-E-T-S. So Jets versus Ravens, 44 and a half is the over-under. Baltimore seven-point favorite. Like he said, streets are talking. Baltimore's supposed to be the real deal this year. What do you say? Yeah, I I'll i got Baltimore in this one, no question. Um, but they got Jets got Joe Flacco in the seat in the center. We know, oh dang, I forgot about that. Yeah. Joe Flacco on the center. But with the Ravens, again, another healthy team in week one. Everybody's healthy in week one, so they're coming out with some firepower. Just picked up uh, Marcus Williams, let go Tony Jefferson, and picked up, oh, um, Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame in the draft. We'll see if he's act- he was actually worth all the hype. Mm. But regardless, Lamar Jackson, 
It's still one of them ones. So I'll give it to the Ravens in this one. Shoot. They probably come out strong. I'll give it to them 28 10. 2010. I don't know what it is about the Jets. Actually, I think I do. Um, You know, when the Lions were hiring Dan Campbell, the Jets scored Rob Salah, and that was the hot pick, and everyone was like, man, the Jets are doing big things. And since then, I have this weird vendetta against the Jets because Dan Campbell didn't get his love. (laughs) So they're going to be – Team this year that every game I will pick them to lose. I think they're going to get the goose egg. I'm going the Ravens. The Ravens themselves are covering. Um, they're going to score the over. Give me the Ravens. Man, be careful with the Ravens. Though. They'll they'll win, but it'll be by a field goal. <laughs> that's um, true. I I don't know. I, I think that's always the case. I would think they'd win this one more handily. Um, be interesting if Flacco gets the start because then that's three quarterbacks in week one playing against their former teams. Mm. Uh, we haven't touched mm. Baker and Russell Wilson yet, but that could be that'd be a fun week one thing. Regardless, I'm taking the Ravens. I didn't even think about if Flacco gets QB start because Zach Wilson can't go. Man, that's tough. Look, he's bagging Mills. He's bagging Tutties. <laughs> Give me the Ravens. I don't care if he poops himself or not. <laughs> Lamar Jackson wins, baby. I, as much as I hate to say it, I, I think the Ravens are going to give us a dogfight for the division. They're going to lose, but they'll give us a dogfight. All right. The commies taking on touchdown Jesus and the Jags over on the set at 44. Washington, three-point favorite. What you saying? The most exciting matchup this week. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, this is another one of those teams where, like, I have a little – it's kind of sad to say I have more expectations out of both these squads than I do my own team just because of, like, the young talent coming through and the signings and stuff. Um, I ain't going to hold you. I I think I'm going to give it – I'm going to give it to Duval. Duval on this one. Mm. Give it to Duval. Give it to him 20 – to 10. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is due for a pretty good season. Travis Etienne is back. Um, I think they picked up somebody else and James Robinson is still there. They they broke the bank on Christian Kirk. Maybe they know something I don't, but we'll see what happens with that. They picked up Evan Ingram. Hopefully he got some stick on his hands and give <laughs> Trevor Lawrence some touchdowns. Um, as far as Ron Rivera, he'll probably give him a dog fight, but I don't know. I I I'm a I'm a believer in Trevor in this one. So Duval got it. I don't know. I just I can't I can't get the taste of Urban Meyer's filth just <laughs> out of my head. It's I think there's a lot more that they're trying to clean up down there. Hmm. Um I think they have some good talent, but I, I really think Ron Rivera he he's Got more time with his squad, and I think he's going to be able to pull it. I mean, it's Carson Wentz, so that's the biggest gamble of it all. But um, I'm going to go with Washington Commanders. I'm taking the under. Hmm. Well, I just in my uh, two QB fantasy league, I was the last team to draft quarterbacks, and Trevor Lawrence is my QB two. So I got a lot of a lot of hope riding on him. Um, I don't know if it's 
stupid hope, but I have hope on uh, Trevor Lawrence this year. But I like Washington. I, I think even though Lawrence might be a better fantasy quarterback, I think Wentz is going to win more games than than the average quarterback this year. I think he's going to bounce back and be and be a key piece and no better way to start with a home opener. So I'll take Washington. He's got some competition that QB room, something he's not used to. A lot of young dogs uh, hip at his heels, Tyler Heineke and Sam Howell. Tim, you said you're taking the under and, and who you're taking else? I'm taking the commanders. Uno reverse. Give me the Jaguars with the over. Wow. All right. I like no it. No reason. Just that. All right. <laughs> Wentz's old team, the Colts, taking on the Texans. A guy who's familiar to you, Matt Ryan, leaving the Colts this year. Ooh. Over under 46, any eight-point favorite. What you say, Keith? So, um, Colts got it. This Matty Ice. Stop playing with him. But I will say, like, I've been keeping my eye out on Davis Mills. I like to call him Matt Ryan Jr. I feel like he has – I don't know what it is. I don't know what it was. But I think it was, like, how well he played despite – so I'm like, that sounds a lot like Matt Ryan right now. So, But Davis Mills does not have the Colts. The Colts have Shaquille Leonard, the real deal. Mm. They have the ice with a good offensive line and some young receivers that fly. And a top three running back in the league right now. That can block for him. So I'm like, yeah, there's no person. Colts got it. Uh, Score-wise... They might put one over on them. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll give them. I'll give them thirty to fourteen. I'm going Colts as well. I have no facts or evidence to back this up, but I think this could be one of those upsets that Fitz was talking about. For some reason, I don't know why. I I don't Ryan. know. If, Go ahead and say it, it was Matt Ryan. No, I, I I've been on Matt Ryan. For years, I've been saying he's a great quarterback. Parker said he's Maddie Ice, he's melted, yada, yada. I think Matt's a great quarterback. I just – I don't know if it's the blunders of Carson Wentz of last year that I can't stop thinking about and them just losing games, particularly to the Jags last year. I, I, I just have this weird feeling that the Texans could do it. I'm going the Colts, but if I was a, if I was a risky bet, betting man, I would go with the Texans. Weird. I know. I don't get it. I don't. I put five dollars on it. I, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> nah, I'd take Indy. I, I think. I think Jonathan Taylor is gonna have like two hundred and sixty yards or something. It, it like it's gonna be crazy. <laughs> it, like he's just gonna have a field day. I, there's no better uh, fantasy running back in a week one matchup like this against the garbage Texans. Yeah, Taylor. Taylor all day. Colts. I also remember. Even if Jonathan Taylor like gets tired or he catches a cramp, they still have Philip Lindsay and Naheem Hines. And um it was a guy that used to he played for Oregon and they drafted him the running back from Oregon. So it's like a deep running mm. back. So yeah. That's dangerous. Long neck mills out there for the Houston. <laughs> Not enough, man. Not enough. Give me give me the Colts. Too much talent. Uh, I'm not going to touch over under. I, I think Indy rolls here. Matty Ice, yes, he's melted, but this game means nothing, so it's okay. Revenge game, something we've talked a lot about. Baker taking on his final team. Fitz was quoted saying, I don't think this is going to happen, but if Baker gets QB1 nod week one, 
we're in for, for some fireworks. Boys, we're in for it. Baker uh, is QB1. Miles Garrett. Baker says, you done fucked up, Cleveland. Miles Garrett said, question mark, did we? We'll see. Over-under set at 40 and a half. Carolina, two and a half point favorite. It's played in Charlotte. What do you guys say? Uh, it's played in BOA. That's that's home field advantage. But I, I will say, Jacoby Brissett, he has won games. <laughs> uh, he has won a few. Um, and then, like, my question is, will Matt Rule be able to get it together? Like, even though I don't know what's going on with the Browns offense at all, I don't even know who's Amari Cooper. What do you do? But I don't know, like, what else is going on with the offense. <laughs> Defensive-wise, I know they have a studs at cornerback and, and greedy Denzel Ward, and I, whoever they have at their safeties. They have a pretty good defense. They also have Miles Garrett. So will Matt Rule get it together enough to make it past the Browns defense? Which is why I say it's going to be another dog fight, like a random dog fight, even though this is like, oh, it's the Browns. We in Charlotte, 704. No, so be careful. Um, I'm going to give it 17 14 Panthers. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I'm going Panthers as well. Um, Kind of like what Devontae, what you were saying. I, I just don't know how the Browns get it done offensively other than just running the ball. I mean, they got two horses. These, those guys are those are men among boys back there with Chubb and Cream Hunt. Mm-hmm. But, like, how do you utilize Amari Cooper? Like, I just don't get it. So, I'm going with the Panthers. I think it's going to be kind of pretty gritty. I think uh, – we're going to see some big hits, but give me the Panthers. Let's go. I'm taking the under, by the way. Yeah, that's a good that's a good call, Tim. I, I like Baker. Um, I think this is a good start for them because I don't think Cleveland's strong, as we've all been, as we've all been kind of saying here. Um, I like the Panthers' defense. I, I think that's one, that's one strength for them. Um, and it's not really a lot of well-known names, but I think they're playing, I think they're playing really well. So I like the Panthers in week one. I think they struggle this season, but they get they week they get week one done. Miles Garrett has been watching film. He saw Aaron Donald wield not one but two helmets and tried to decapitate somebody. He's he's practicing three helmets. He's trying to get it down. Ooh, one of the Baker. Ma- that's right. <laughs> oh, headbutt with it. Baker Mayfield says, "Not so fast. I'm gonna stab you in the heart with my flag as I plant in the Bank of America." Give me the Panthers. I think they roll. Keith, I love your score. You said it's a low scoring affair. I agree. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a Baker believer at all. And I definitely don't see him getting revenge like that. He hasn't done it since college. I don't think he'll do it now. I agree. 100 percent Um I don't know what happened to our there it is. All right. Derrick Henry, Saquon. Taking on Giants, Tennessee, 44, 45 and a half is over under a Tennessee five and a half point favorite. It's played in Nashville. What do you guys say? Uh, it should be easy just because of Derrick Henry. Um, but there's also questions with the receivers in the t- in Tennessee. I think it's Nick Westbrook, Akeem, and Robert Woods, and they drafted Traylon Burks. I guess he's supposed to be good. But outside of Derrick Henry, who's coming off, actually, Derrick Henry might be on his revenge tour. And Giants, 
Giants defense wasn't that bad. Like they had their sparks. Maybe this is the year they get it to get. You know what? Yeah, I'll 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 roll the dice. There's no money involved. You know, I'm used for I'm used to being on the hot taste. Give me give me the Giants. 17, love- 17 to something strange. 15. 17 to 15. <laughs> I love how you just talked yourself into that, Keith. I love it. <laughs> yeah, like I I've been looking, I've been following them just because like I love watching Kadarius Tony play and they picked up another guy, Wandale Robinson. I don't know how much he's gonna be in the offense, but Saquon's healthy. They got apparently they have a new attitude. So let's see where this new attitude takes them. I'm gonna I'm give it we give it to him. I'm going with the Titans. Um really the only thing I really would care to see out of this game would be Thibodeau and to see like how he looks mm-hmm. and because because yeah. I, I was kind of high on him for a little while during the draft and I was like you know if we if Aiden falls to us I want Aiden but I was like Thibodeau though huh? yeah. so I don't know it's going to be interesting to see him up against the Titans offense and see if there's any sparks or if it's just you know one of those gritty games but go ahead and give me the Titans taking the under Man, I would love to take the Giants. I I like that call, Devontae. Um, just do it, man. Just, just I think, do it. I know, I know. I, I think Saquon oh. is due for a good year. Um, I was off the Danny Dines train. <laughs> like, I just – I can't keep I hopping back him. on. Like, I'm just waiting for it to work, but it hasn't worked. So, because I don't want to jinx them, I'll take the Titans. But I do think it's a close game. Like, with the, with the spread there – you you could be creative and and just taking uh, giants to to cover to whatever cover yeah. Fitz, I, I hear you, but like your Danny Dimes sharing, that's a terrible take. Give me the Titans to cover this. I think seven points is the, is the way this thing goes. I think it's a close game, but I just think Titans cover back door here. They get a late touchdown with King Henry. All right. Let's move on. Fitz, your team. I just shit on you, so it's your time to get back here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Packers, Minnesota Vikings, over on us at 47. Green Bay, one-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you say? Uh, I'll give it to the Packers. It kind of sucks to say, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Now that I'm excited to see, like, how Aaron Rodgers – takes change within his offense. You know what I'm saying? Usually he's been stuck with the same receivers for the longest time. And now he has receivers he actually has to build up. So we can look at this as like his test year. Like, did you really deserve those MVPs or were you just, you know, kind of floating on by? So I'm excited to see how he reacts to the new receivers and Romeo Dows, Dubs, how do you say his name? And um Dubs. Christian Christian dubs. Watson. I'm more excited to see him than Romeo. Um, he's I don't know what they have for defense, but again, I just know it's the Packers, and I also know it's against Kirk Cousins. So I'll give it to the Packers. Um, Thirty-five. Thirty. Thirty-five. Thirty. I'm sorry, Fitz. I just want to preface with that. Uh, I gotta go the Vikings. Um, I don't know. I think I'm just Aaron Rodgers hater at this point. 
I think uh, I don't know. I just, all right, all right, Skip Bayless. All right, no, no, no. I, I really do think so. Similar to um, well, not so similar to the Dolphins. I think you know Zimmer's out. Zimmer's been out. So this is kind of a new regime, so to speak. And we know that the Vikings have some good talent offensively. Defensively, I'm not sure where they stand. Um, I think they win, and I think, truthfully, I think it's probably by a last-second field goal. I think it's, I don't know, give me the Vikings. I'm sorry, Fitz. Yeah. Well, I think the strength for the Packers this year is defense. And and really, I, I think they could have one of the best secondaries in football. So that's the battle in this one is Garden Jefferson and Thielen, Irv Smith – is that secondary covering. Um, but we've also been decent at stopping the run. We've we've improved in that area as well. Mm-hmm. So Dalvin Cook, I mean, that's that's the tall order is can we can we shut down Dalvin Cook on those third down conversions? Because when he's converting on those, it's killing us. Um, but I think we can I think we can do that. As far as offense, I, I'm excited. Devontae's it's like you're saying, is we've always seen him with he's always got some veteran receivers and i will say aaron Rodgers does build up young receivers like he built up jordy nelson he built up randall cobb he built up Devonte adams who led the league in drops as a rookie um so i mean like i'm just saying like he's developed those players and i always hate that when people are like oh he's not good like i'm already seeing romeo dubs i'm like dude this is donald driver 2.0 like mm. no one's gonna tackle no one's gonna tackle this guy um so i'm, I'm high on dubs Rodgers has developed Lazard, and, and I think Lazard has a real chance now. I think Lazard can be just have a nose for the end zone. Obviously, you know, you're not going to replace the greatest Packers receiver of all time in Devontae Adams with one person, but I think by committee, should be exciting to see. Oh, and it helps you get the best running backs in football. Oh, and I think the best left tackle is coming back. David Bakhtiar is supposed to start. So I'm all in on the Packers. Everyone else can hate. Um, really excited to see this team. It's going to be different, but it's going to be a special season for sure. So go Pack, go. Well, I'm glad Fitz had his Packers pod there for a second. Um, <laughs> give, give me the cheese heads. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Been taking some supplements. Legal, illegal, don't matter. I think he's he's found his way just for internal happiness. And how are, you, how are you the most happy about winning damn games? You like that, Kirk Cousins? He's saying it right back to him. Give me the villain, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> All right, a couple more games here, then we'll get out of here. A huge, huge game, just with offensive explosion here. Kansas City, Arizona. Arizona, four-and-a-half-point dog to Kansas City. 53-and-a-half is the over-under. What do you guys say? I gave it to Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like I'm. I don't know what to expect out of Kyler Murray at this point. I mean, I know they made him put the game down for a little bit, um, but you know, it's it's Patrick Mahomes, bro. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes. He has his own little set of new receivers. So they got Juju. I'm trying to see something out of Juju because, like. I've hated him ever since I saw him on the internet. So maybe he gets out of that since Jackson Mahomes has taken the internet stardom. 
So if he can focus on the field and put up numbers like he used to, then I'm all for it. So I got the Chiefs. This is Aaron. I mean, this is Patrick Mahomes. We got 28 to 13 Chiefs. Hmm. I'm going Chiefs too. Um, D Hop is still out for six like games, six right? Or something like that. Yeah. Four, six. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't know if if they could overcome the Chiefs without D Hop. So go ahead and give me the Chiefs. Man, it's hard to it's hard to get go against the Chiefs. This is one year that I feel like I don't know if it's just with Tyreek Hill leaving, but I feel like the Chiefs are not going to be as strong as they as strong as they've been. Um, their division is probably the most competitive it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, just in a long time. So I think that's where I feel like the Chiefs are out of those teams. I think they're the bottom, but all four of those teams can make the playoffs as well. So I'll take the Chiefs. I trust Andy Reid. I feel like he'll have ways to stabilize Murray. And yeah, Mahomes will get it done in the end. So yeah, it's a good, it's a good week one matchup for them. I'll take it's the a, Chiefs. It's a great week one matchup. Give me the Chiefs as well, Fitz. I'm I'm sipping that Kool-Aid you're sipping on. Uh, I like the over here. I, I think both these teams are going to score. Call of Duty hasn't dropped yet, the new one. So, Kyle Murray's locked in. He's focused here. Give me my homes. All right. And uh, Caleb says, you're crazy. Rodgers made every receiver he's ever had. Put some respect on that man. He didn't make uh, – He didn't make driver, though. Yeah, 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 but, yeah but that was only, what, two seasons? One season Greg, driver? Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings was – how many seasons did he play with those cats? Like one or two? He played against, you know, he played with Driver till 2014. I think Jennings like 2015 or. You sure? I'm just saying Favre made, Favre made those guys up. Gotta give him credit. All right. AFC West, let's continue with that division. Raiders, Chargers, over on us at 53. LA, three and a half point favorite. What do you guys say? Arm um, or Air I... Bear? I decided, well, Falcons, that's my team team, but as far as the AFC team, I chose the Chargers. Don't know why. I think Madden has something to do with it, but um, I'll choose the Chargers in this one. I'm excited to see Derek Carr and Devontae Adams finally link back up. I want to see, like, what it's like now that they, they're in the league because they did. apparently they did numbers in Fresno, so we'll see if they still have that same connection. But – the Chargers over the offseason, man, on paper, just like with the Eagles, on paper, they look like dogs out there. So, and then I've been seeing, like, videos and stuff of Justin Herbert. He's gotten a little bigger. You know, maybe he can shake off a few sacks or something like that. Um, the Raiders haven't been really known for their pass rush, so that'll give them time, which means that Keenan Allen, he's not the fastest receiver, so he'll probably be able to get open. So I'll give it – I'll give it to the Chargers, probably low scoring. I'll give it 24-18, Chargers. I think this is one of those matchups this week that you just toss a coin. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm leaning more towards the Raiders. I do like the pieces uh, that the Chargers have put around them this offseason, but I don't know, you know, we got this joke that Derek Carr, he, he grows stronger as his hair starts growing longer, and I think this is the start. I think mm. I think his hair 
gets a few more inches longer this game, and I think he <laughs> just really pulls one out. So go ahead and give me the Raiders. Raiders. The over. Yeah, well, this is this is where Justin Herbert's season ended last year. Was the game that should have ended in a tie, and the Raiders kick a field goal and clinch the playoffs mm-hmm. and kick the Chargers to the curb. So I think Herbert's got a little extra fire against the Raiders, uh, especially in this first game. It's in L.A. I like the Chargers. I like both these teams, though. I think they can finish top two in their division, but I'll take the Chargers week one. This this is a game I'm excited for. Tim, I think you're right. You flip a coin, and you're going to determine your winner here. L.A. playing Thursday with the Rams, followed by Sunday with the Chargers. Dodgers are playing the same day. There's a lot going on in L.A. For that matter, I think fans are not going to be in attendance in L.A. They usually would. Give me the Raiders to get it done. Derek Carr, that offense, Devontae Adams reunited. feels so good. Give me the Raiders. I like the over, too. I think a lot of points are going to be scored. Sunday night matchup. Dak, Tom, Buccaneers, Cowboys, 50 over under, Tampa Bay, two-and-a-half-point favorite. What do we say? Ooh, another <laughs> two hated teams. Um, <laughs> no, I – I don't I know I don't remember last year I didn't know what to expect like I did not expect the Cowboys to do numbers how they did last year um and come to think about it I I don't even know how it happened I guess it was defense so they still have pretty much the same defense take out Randy Gregory add in somebody you still got Michael Parsons who's in he's better um at this point but it's still Tom Brady. He still has the two top receiver, two top receivers in Godwin and Evans. He got oh, and Julio Jones for whatever reason, and Russell Gage, and three, who did they get? They got Kyle Rudolph from the Vikings. So it's like they're they're giving Tom Brady Brady all these weapons, and then they made Leonard Fournette cut weight. I'm guessing. Yep. And the Bucks still have their defense. So it's like. Uh, what's his name? Mike McCarthy. He has a tall order, so. But I, hopefully the Cowboys make it a game. But I still got to give it to the Buccaneers. Um, let's let's do it. 35, 34, 35. Mm. Mm. You know things. You know Bucks have a lot of injuries. I think right now, and mm. and Dallas has been looking pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had I had to stop. I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, <laughs> Dallas is going to get their ass kicked. Um, <laughs> golly, I mean, what 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 do they have? You know, show it to me, prove it to us, do something. Uh, I will say this offseason, I feel like there hasn't been as much Dallas hype. Um, maybe that's just I haven't had my, you know, YouTube playing or all. I, I don't know what it has been, but I just feel like I hadn't been hearing a lot about them, which I prefer. The less I hear about them, the better for me. Um, so, TBH. Yeah, give me give me the Buccaneers. Um, I think they'll trounce them, and then I think Brady might take another eleven day hiatus after this just to celebrate. Yeah, the thing with Dallas was defensively last year they they were top of the league. I think they led the league in generating turnovers, but they were bottom of the league and giving up yards. And I just think that's a recipe for disaster. Like, like we're all thinking like, oh, Dallas defense is good. It's like, they're, if they're not getting those turnovers, 
it they're gonna get they're gonna get torn apart. So and Brady is the mastermind behind that. I think I think Brady just gives the defense a lot of headache. Um, but I'm curious to see what Zeke can do this year. I've been I've been waiting for Zeke to kind of get back to just having like a career season again. Just because I feel like he's that running back that would do it. Like he'll he'll like be top of the league when he's 28 or 29. Um, is but how old is he now? We'll see. He's like 27 right now. I think. That's crazy. He's getting up there um, for running backs. But I'm definitely taking Tampa in this one. You guys are crazy. Caleb's saying Micah Parsons in the big D rips Tom apart. Just demolish the O-line. <laughs> we shocked the world. Roll, Cowboys. You make me feel like Caleb, I love the energy. I love the Good enthusiasm. Luck, I got to go Bucks, man. I, I, I'm sorry. I think it's a hell of a game. <laughs> Give me the Bucks, though. I like the over, though. I'm going to tickle the over. Last you know, game. Monday night. Have it if, like, that doesn't happen. Like, he's going to – boy. He's gonna be on live. I told you. Yeah, yo, one hundred percent. Monday Night Football, Broncos Nation. Let's ride. Let's ride. Russell Wilson taking on his former team, the Seahawks, over under set at forty-four. Denver six and a half point favorite. Keith, what do you say? Ooh. Um. And Gino, they trust. So we'll see how that goes. But Russ. He what he say? Let's ride. We'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know what type. I don't know how Pete Carroll's mind would work, but I feel like he would have sort of an answer for Russell Wilson. But at the same time, like now they have like sort of a two-headed monster at running back with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon on some days. Um, then who else they have? They have pretty good wide receivers. Honestly, it seems like the same team is playing each other, except the Broncos is a little bit better. So because of that little bit better, I think they take it probably low score, and I'll give them 17 to 13 Broncos. Don't hate it. I'm going Broncos. Um, I really – I don't know. I just really don't have any points to add. I think the Broncos are going to win. How does Seattle not have a quarterback? That is my question. Like, yeah, there are so many teams. There's so many teams I see that have like two quarterbacks, like or like a solid start. And like, oh, like you know, like I look at even like the Steelers. Like, oh, they got Mitch and Kenny Pickett. Like, okay, like they got some guys there. Seattle just doesn't have a quarterback. Like, I look at them. Like, there's they got nothing. So I don't know if there's any hope for for Seattle this year. I'm taking Denver by a ton. I'm taking Denver as well. I just – I'm with you. Like, how do you not have a quarterback by now? Give me the Broncos. Let's ride. Probably That's all our NFL picks. Yeah. We're going to do pub parlay. I know it's been a longer episode. We're going to speed through pub parlay. We're going to do a random question. We're going to get out of here. Longer episode. Longest episode we've done in a long time. But NFL's back, so it deserved its spotlight. I apologize. All right. Pub parlay. We can do anything this weekend. You guys just let us know if we've got a date, and we're going to hit it hard. Every time. I'm going to label it one year. All right. Who wants to start us off? All right. 
right, I'm gonna take the reins. You guys follow suit. This is a banger. This is winning. Number 24, Tennessee taking on number 17, Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. It's at Hinesfield. 3:30 kickoff. Let's go, Vols. Give me the Tennessee Volunteers to win. Okay. Noted. <laughs> uh, we get a Jagger race at the death this week or not? It, it'll be out for our Saturday episode. What the heck? Um. I got to go Astros over Los Angeles on Saturday. Mm, that's a that's a ballsy pick. Yep, doing it. Which which LA are they playing? They're playing Dodgers? Angels, sir. Oh, okay. That's not – all right, we feel good. Let's go. Hey, man. I, I got one. I don't know. I'm, I'm just feeling it. You got Wake Forest and Bandy. I'm taking Vandy on this one. Vandy was in a shootout with Elon. I'm taking Vandy on this one. All right. I'll deal with the consequences later. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me. I I can't take soccer. I don't think I can take soccer. We uh, stop finishing on fits because i oh god we forgot <laughs> oh, what are we doing it's last, last week was a nightmare they, they we took app state in our parlor i think that was jay gray or devin one of the two and it it wrecked us so it's okay it's not how you start it's how you finish that's true what about uh kentucky over florida who are you Ooh. thinking take kentucky <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? Why not? Kentucky's number 20. It's in the swamp, though. We just saw a seven hey, Utah man, clip going it, there. Clip it. I don't know. He must know something that we don't. Clip it. All right. Let's ride, baby. Yeah, when's Kentucky been this good before? Are they that good? All right, we're taking it. Whatever. Go for it. I love it. Either we're making a shit ton of money this week or we're making nothing. So that's how I like it. All right. Random question. Anybody got one for us? All right. I got one. You like it? Keep it. Not throw it right back. Best fast food breakfast. Gotta have a drive through. Oh. This really shouldn't be that hard. I don't think it is that hard, but you know what? I'll shoot. I'll start. Even though, like, it's, it's sort of like, you know, when you get older and it's like certain liquors you don't touch, like Bernassies and stuff. That's McDonald's at this face life. It's like you do it in secret, you gotta chase and stuff. You just go through the line and get you a fresh, hot hash brown. And you can do it online now. You gotta get the online order, waiting curbside, get you a hash brown. So McDonald's has it just for that reason. Hey, hash you, brown in the uh, the griddle, two of You hit it right in the head. Like yeah, you get certain ages. Oof. I feel like I feel like Bojangles has a pretty decent breakfast, especially like during a hangover. I feel like if if you get like a chicken biscuit, but the trick with the chicken biscuit 
So you also got to get barbecue sauce. I know it's weird in the morning, but if you do it, you got to lather that puppy up in barbecue sauce. Next time you're hungover, try it. It's a game changer. Well, all right. What do you put barbecue sauce on? What is this? The chicken biscuit. Just oh. the regular or the spicy? Oh, it, you can do whatever. I usually just do the spicy, but okay. chicken that'll, biscuit. Wake it just, up. That'll wake it up. I'm yeah. Try that. I usually just do honey mustard. Mm. I'd say uh, Chick-fil-A. Can't go wrong with the chicken minis and the hash browns. Mm. Not a chicken. It's the, I don't know. I'm not a big fast food for breakfast guy. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Hey, when we hit a road trip to Columbia for South Carolina game this this fall, we had to hit some 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 drive through breakfast on uphill. Uh, Caleb says McDonald's McGriddle. That's his one. Hey. That's, a, that's a clutch one. That's, that's a good, good one. Every time I think of McDonald's breakfast, I think of Big Daddy when he yeah. tries to get there and, uh, and they close. So iconic. Look at this kid happy <laughs> uh, Man, I'm going to go with uh, – I had it for the first time this weekend. It was damn good. Give me Biscuitville. Oh! cheese, <laughs> bacon. Dang, I'm going to get it. Nice. Good days. Hey, that's going to do it for episode 117. Longer episode. Had a lot of stuff to cover. Great picks. We'll speed up as the season goes on. But, Keith, thanks again for hopping on, dude. Always love having you. You're welcome back anytime. This is your time. Plug whatever you want to. And let's get the hell out of here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. No, thank you for having me, man. Thank you. Uh, shout out for the score always. Shout out Pack. Pack is back. No matter what your friends say, Pack is back. But – as always, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for having me. I will be back soon, sooner rather than later, though. My man. Bye. Have a wonderful time. See ya. <laughs> and a bit go well. <laughs> Get the Jay Gray wave, too. <laughs> the, a man of the people. Wow, the I man think does it all. Fitz is the only person to reference the 2004 Pistons other than myself. Wow. Yeah, I was about to say, hold on. Thank you, Evan. That brightened well, my evening. Well, I don't tie it in. I'm just going to go out and say it. Joey Chestnut has to be on the pub. Damn, I'm going to try to the I mean, it has to be. You're going to try to what? How was the journey? I'm going to try to talk about the pistons. It's like, well, okay, okay. The okay. Pistons again. <laughs> so you want to talk about putting a team that on Brown your back. card sold for Luca is Larry Bird reincarnated. Jeez. I know. This man might get it done. I'm, I'm glad I didn't get the video over there. I'm a dumbass. I'm flipping that. Georgia's second. Hey, Georgia also had Herschel Walker. Ten seconds. Uh, Tim, next week we've got your lines or your hard nut corner coming back strong. I didn't forget. No, it's okay. I figured this this episode would be huge. Yeah, and then uh, Fitz, we got your dumbass coming next week. Your dumbass of the dumbass week. Dumbass of the week. So be prepared to deliver on it. Let's go. Okay, I'll I'll start doing more uh, prep work. Right. You boys be good. Have one hell of a weekend. See you, fellas. Yes, sir.